Time to catch up on Kennedy Malloy for Choice Hotels. Save 20% when you book direct at choicehotels.com with 180 hotels across Australia and New Zealand. Terms apply. Buckle up, Australia. Here they come. Straight from a very long lunch. And frankly, this could go anywhere. This is, this is Kennedy Malloy. Yes, hello Australia and welcome to the big Monday edition of Kennedy Malloy. Hello, Jane Kennedy. Hi, Mick Malloy. Hello, Dangerous Dave. G'day, Mick Malloy. G'day, Jane Kennedy. Here we are, our G'day. last big full week yeah. for the year. Aww. Hasn't that flown by? What a delight. It sure has. 2020. Any highlights for you? Oh, let me think. <laughs> uh, go and get stuff 2020 <laughs> yeah, as you, you disappear can. in the rear vision mirror. We could not give a flying. Mm. Hey, big show today, though. Our special guest, your other half, your better half. Rob no. Sitch. Oh, I'll be the judge of whether he's the better <laughs> half, thanks. He's coming on to explain yes. himself. It's yeah. the last episode of Have You Been Paying Attention? That's true. Disappointing, I've got to say, but we'll get to the bottom of that. Oh. <laughs> okay. And what about his dinner preparations? We'll, we'll be talking about that. Oh, what he length. watches, what I'm making him, what apparently make him tying watch. him to a chair to make him watch. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Oh, sure. All right, what else, Jane? I've got some entertainment news, including yeah. uh, one of the biggest name stars in this country right. could very well turn out to be the new CEO of Channel 9. Oh, oh okay. I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm going to say Tony. A huge Tony? star. Tony. Tony. Tony from Neighbours. <laughs> it makes sense on every level. It Thank all makes it. sense. It could be Ryan. That's right. All right. Hey, we've got to check in with some friends of the show to say thanks for the year coming up today. Dave Reynolds. Oh, we'll oh check great. check in. Just to say good day and we'll see what he's up to. That'll be good. Food news is out and about. Give us one of the stories in food news, Jane. Um, well, Kit Kat has launched a whole new series just in time for Christmas of some chocolate flavours. One includes baked ham. Pass. Mm, no. Okay. I no, thank you. I would have I would have led with designer human steaks being grown <laughs> as we speak. Well, I was saving that one. But you with the Kit Kat range. <laughs> I saved that one. <laughs> <laughs> you get people to tune in. Hey, guess what? It's uh, Monday, which means Nelly Meadows oh, will good. be with us with her sports update. A bit of news floating around. What's happening with the Australian Open? Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to know. Tri-Nations, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Oh, yes, again, that Somebody. was a bizarre match. Uh, we'll take your calls, we'll take your tweets. We're still naming that bloody boat. Oh. That boat, the names are f- absolutely flying in. It will be named this week. It'll yep. be named yep. on Friday. Keep coming. We've got a whole session. We've got a few from the weekend. Mm. They're funny stuff. You can go kennedymalloy.com.au. We've had tens of thousands of entries, but we're giving it away on Friday, so good luck. We may have to call on Whitney to read out a few again. Well, Well, Whitney's been been under the pump again. Um, Everybody, that's enough with the crude and blue (laughs) ones, all right? We've got enough of those. Be clever. You're a clever audience. Are you a bit nervous about uh, Rob coming on the show today? Do you feel he may reveal certain aspects of your... You have your Megan no, and Harry style life, lifestyle at home. <laughs> That's what you, you like Char- Charles and Camilla. <laughs> no, you like no. Australia's Megan and Harry. Yeah, I'd love Harry. to know what we, you get up to. We are not. You what do you are, mean what we get oh, up to? I don't know, after the show. A, a bit you... aloof and then you, you don't know whether yeah. you're courting the media or you want <laughs> the attention. You <laughs> know what I mean? A bit aloof. <laughs> he seems desperately unhappy. Well, you can ask him how unhappy he is when we tune in. I don't know what's going on, but I remember I whinged last year about the present. Have you been paying attention, got me? Well, it was well, a water bottle. you should be thankful that you get a bloody <laughs> so, present. So, there's a water bottle. Imagine whinging about a present. I mean, How rude are you? A water bottle. I mean, jeez. A has, clever one. Hasn't seen the light of day, I think. <laughs> well, we're, we're trying summit. to hydrate you. Well, this year they've sent me. Oh. No, listen, I don't know whether they're trying to upset me now, but it's okay. a... It's a 2020 bottle of rosé that you couldn't identify. <laughs> now, that to Why, me uh, says... You, you never you, said the I, I'm going to mention this to you, Jane. You're re-gifting. Oh, oh interesting. I put it to you, I, you're re-gifting, that you've gone, what don't I like lying around Listen, the house? This is... That's very rude. And people <laughs> really took time to think of that gift for you. And a stupid Christmas cake of some description. Yeah, I don't well, know. why is it stupid? No, I don't know. And, yeah. it's, and it's just a nice Looks gesture. Looks like it's out of use by it. It's a token. Well, that the- wouldn't bother you. <laughs> wow, what a joke. <laughs> you, you, in fact, you eat things when you see they've expired. Oh, what yeah. a challenge. Get me on the right night. I'll have a crack at anything. <laughs> I'll eat no. the arm off a chair. Did what you did you do on the food? weekend? What did you oh, do on the weekend? Well, I binge-watched 
the oh, show. Did you watch? Oh, what are you watching? <laughs> and in fact, you can ask Rob about this because we we've go. got him into this yeah. as well. Below deck. Are you into this? <laughs> You're all in on that show, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what, just set the reset. Right. What is Below Deck? It's a reality show yeah. and it follows the travels through the Mediterranean or the Caribbean or Tahiti on super luxury yachts. So it's like upstairs, downstairs, but on a yacht. Yes, yes, with all the young staff who are all rooting each other. Right. And then the disgusting entitled pig guests they have on board who have these incredibly high demands and ridiculous requests that they have to appease. That's so reality and show, it's not drama. No, it's real. It's a reality. They've got cameras set up How big everywhere. Are the boats? Massive, big, like um, Lady huge, Sharon Gale super, style, or yeah, bigger than Lady Sharon Gale. <laughs> oh, big, huge super no, yachts. Let's not make that a they... comparison to asshole, <laughs> <laughs> asshole guests yes. on those boats. Yeah. In fact, though, I've been watching this. They have jacuzzis on deck. They have crazy requests like this is the wrong tequila, <laughs> and the chopper has to fly in. Oh my god! Is it eighteen forty-two tequila? So they got to fly in a special bottle. Well, I believe and... that's what happened to Mariah Carey on the Lady Sharon Gale before I was there. She threw a bottle at the mirror. Well, I would believe really? this is what these guests yeah. do. One guy said, I don't eat onions and I can taste onion in my soup. And, and Rod, Rod Stewart <laughs> would only talk to uh, the crew through his manager. Anyway, I shouldn't oh, be telling you this geez. because what well, happens on the boat stays on the yeah. boat. Well, this is why Below Deck is interesting because what goes on in the boat is beamed to everybody's house and I'm obsessed. How do they film it? Do they just put cameras up or is there a crew floating around? Yeah, they have a crew around? on board. They have a crew, a crew on, on board. board? Yes, Yes, it's incredible. Wow. <laughs> and, and now I speak like this because they have walkie-talkies and they go, time. I would go like this, Jane, Jane, Mick, Mick, can you make me on the top deck? <laughs> and then you would go and you'd say, yeah, what is it? And I go, I didn't like the way you treated me during service. I'm the chief steward and you as a bosun shouldn't talk to me like that. And, and then all the fun begins. Oh. And upstairs, are they like in dinner suits like on the Titanic and downstairs They've, doing a jig yeah. with <laughs> Irish people? It <laughs> is upstairs, downstairs. And they sleep in these tiny claustrophobic rooms. And uh, well, like, if people wanted to watch yeah, that, how would they find that one? Oh, Foxtel. You can right. watch two seasons right now on Foxtel or, you know, do what I do and get a... All righty then. Uh, it's a pretty full one. deck. When we come back, you're going to open up with an entertainment report. Yes. You watched the Very final important. episode of The Block and you're flabbergasted. Oh, yeah. yeah? I'm Pitch in stories shock. Everywhere. Let's go. All right, it is Kennedy Malloy, Jane Kennedy and Mick Malloy. We're here thanks to Choice Hotels, where you can book at choicehotels.com. This is Jane Kennedy and Mick Malloy. Kennedy Malloy. She's read every mag, tweet and blog and spoken to every unnamed source so you don't have to. Jane Kennedy's Entertainment Report. Last night, I watched The Block. It was oh, yeah. the auction episode. It was the grand final of The Block. And I, my head blew off yeah, because sure. I don't know about you, but looking at the housing market around Australia, and this is in Melbourne, mm. during COVID, it's been pretty dead because you can't get to an auction for a start. Yeah. And it's been extraordinary. Open houses. These houses Nothing. went berserk. And this was the premise. Because of COVID again, you could only get about six or seven people in the yard and they had to pay a fee to be there to show that they were fair income, not oh. just tyre kickers, right? So <laughs> everybody was fair Cheesy income there. was there. He's a sucker. No, he wasn't, yeah. but he did he go through paying, it. He likes paying over the odds. No, he went through it on what Friday apparently. Yeah. He yeah. went through all the houses on Friday to check it out. He's, the, he's still renting out his house in Elstonwick in Victoria Jeez. to uh, a couple of doctors. He can afford it. Yeah. Well, he's got big news here. Well, Sydney breakfast, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I hear that. That's, well, that's yeah. what, yeah, it's been confirmed. Good luck with that. <laughs> all right, well, there's entertainment news on another minute. Now we get back to the blog. <laughs> and I, the winners made – Nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars profit. Oh, some serious coin. <coughs> well, now, good luck to them. Yeah. But that's extraordinary. That's a, on a game but show. Why were they so much over the odds? Because let's be honest, they're all amateurs, and the house looked like you know page six of your domain magazine at <laughs> best. One of them looks well, like a display home. You know what I mean? They're hardly one for the ages, are they? They're what just, they, they do look though, good, they, they're tidy, mm. and a couple. But of, they had a hundred thousand dollars at least worth of Gaganau cook like ovens and stoves and fridges and wine fridges. I mean, that alone is 100 grand's worth. Anyway, let's have a listen to the couple, Jimmy and Tam, who were pretty annoying because they won every <laughs> challenge. Let's hear how they celebrated. Done, One finished, all silent, done before we go. One more. $4 million, 256000 a bid now. Quickly, quickly. 
fucking ridiculous. Oh, bloody hell, 960. Oh, it's just unbelievable. They also won 100 grand's cash for being the biggest winners. I pay four million for Scotty Cam's house. Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, make that off right now. House. Well, he's got a pub really? in his house. Oh, he he's got a whole too. bar. Yeah, and, he and has. He's got a great works, place, yeah. and it's in there, and that's on the table. If he rings up, mm. you'll, let you'll, me know. Sorry, go and consult the vendors. All right, you go and call Scotty up. These five houses that I've been seeing put together, yeah. I, I do agree. Four million bucks, basically, all these houses got. Yeah, no. That's insane. And one of the And they're people... in the Bronx of, of Brighton. Let's be honest. It's not picturesque. You don't walk out the front really? door. Really? Do you in, know in where it is togs. exactly? You know, well, I, no, I don't. But it'll be next to a, <laughs> next to a meth lab near the Pean Highway. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's in a good spot. Where it is, I'm It's a guessing. good spot. Anyway, everybody was trying to guess. One guy <laughs> bought three houses, Okay. Oh, is, this, is this a kooky guy houses. who's uh, like a little... Yeah, uh, he's given away one house to um, my room charity, so that's his oh, pretty that's good move. Oh, okay. That's Here really comes the meth move. labs. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Here comes the... I've given them away, is Can I just clear up something for everybody like me who was watching? Yeah. And one of the winners of the house uh, who bid and got it for about four million bucks... Looks like a 14-year-old schoolgirl. <laughs> She's actually Hungarian-born 28-year-old MSE fake. That's exactly She's, what I'm looking for. <laughs> she is a cybersecurity specialist, Mick. Oh, she moved to Australia from New York a year ago and she's bloody just bought a $4 million house. That's what I need, a I sugar daughter. I get over it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That'll be just what well, Good on need. her. Yeah. Well, she's, good on her. Yeah, whatever. Got the money, why not? Let's move on. I'm bored with the block. Okay. All right. You're bored with the block? Yeah. What about we have an update on Pete Evans? Oh, or yes, you, please. All right. <laughs> He's, he's dumped Instagram. He's getting out of social media, he oh, claims. He? Oh, don't, well, he don't says he mad. is. And then he turns up on Facebook still. <laughs> what did he do? What, what well, happened this time? A bit of goose stepping? What's this he up, time, what's he, up to? he said, uh, to the people that publicly dumped me, that means all his sponsors, he started Everyone. thanking three, only three sponsors that have stayed oh. with him. To the others that publicly dumped me, without picking up the phone and calling me to have an adult conversation... <clears throat> I send you love and hope you heal in the most beautiful ways on your own personal and business, one of the words I hate the most in the world, journeys. Thanks a lot, you kook. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right, let's go to Channel 9. Oh, what's going on? There's rumors. big news over there, isn't there? There's a lot happening at what's 9. What's going on? Mm. Okay. Channel 9, they're not saying anything at this stage, but my word is, and I've got a few insiders there yeah. at 9. This is, a, this is so hot, oh, this rumour. We're all listening. Somebody huge, a huge star at 9, is in secret talks to be the network's new CEO. Okay. After yeah. Hugh Marks left, who was mm. the CEO. Right. It's not Tracy Grimshaw. Mm. Yeah, okay. Who? All right. Carl Stefanovic. You know what? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> that story is in Women's Day this week. Is it? Yep. Oh, oh that's annoying. <laughs> I love your scoops. <laughs> I just love your scoops. Oh, well, my insiders yeah, all, have, all been, ideas. have been tipping them. off everybody. Carl. Can you get me the story, please? What do you think What do you think about Carl being... Uh, Carl can't do it. Carl couldn't organise his own Bucks party. Well, How great. can he possibly run it? I don't think it's a bad idea. Why? Mate, Carl understands television. He's very personable. <laughs> He's not Yeah, but that's good. once. Who hasn't done... I've done that. <laughs> yeah, no. Got a road Doesn't rage matter. incident with a cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> You've very made that unreliable. one up too. He's not unreliable. I think it could be a very good idea. Well, they've had other uh, media personalities as executives there. Eddie Maguire was there. Oh, Eddie Maguire would have been a good choice. They should he did a great that. job, yeah. so why couldn't this Terrifies be happening? the other networks, I'll be looking at Hugh Marks very closely. Oh, yeah? That guy knows what good he's operator. doing. Right. Yeah. He is a serious, yeah, serious All player. right, now speaking of Channel 9. Mm. Uh, Richard Wilkins, and, is it Richard Wilkins? And the Today Show. Do you think Richard Wilkins would be... The no, I don't, think, I don't think so because why I not? think Richard... I say Carl I, can do it, but Richard can't. No. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying <laughs> Richard doesn't want to do it. What about... Because he's got too many other things to do. He's too busy doing a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, his music world and all that. That's James true. is coming with the bloody magazine with your scoop. Yeah, Here I you know. go. <laughs> He's your insider as the new idea. No, it wasn't. It was the Daily Mail. (laughs) 
It was the Daily Mail newspaper uh, I, I got it from. I can't find it. I can't, okay, I'm, don't I'm worry. I'm eight pages in and it's still Megan and Harry. <laughs> okay, what I wanted to quickly move on to Here's now. my moment headline, though. Finally it? the truth about Charles and Diana. <laughs> Thank oh, God. Thank hey, should, Jane, should we go wait? to a break? Go to a break yeah. and come yeah. back and do this. All right. Come There's back. so much big news. A lot going on yeah. at the House of Nines. All right, this is uh, Kennedy Malloy. This is Jane Kennedy and Mick Malloy. We've got Nerily Meadows to join us with a weekend sports wrap coming up. Going to check in with an old friend of the show in just a moment. And Rob Sitch is going to join us in the second hour as well of Kennedy. Oh, that's interesting. Today. Yeah. Really? Sure is. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'll have I'm my sure chief prosecutor hat on. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, I presume you'll be inviting and warm. Ah, it'll be. Yeah. It might see. Bit of rough way, and tumble. Wait till you see where I'm going <laughs> oh. with this. Hey, um, I was still continuing my entertainment report yes. and I yes. didn't get to something that was, look, I'd like to. I'd like to bring up some other disturbing news, sadly, about Bob Dylan. Oh, Bob Dylan. One of the greatest songwriters uh, of all time. Well, he's a great songwriter. On the tracks, the last one. This is prolific. The folk put in a rock. Oh, lay, lady, lay. One of the all-time great. Wouldn't you say? Well, well, James, he goes against. He's going to do it. What's your what do you beef? mean? What's your beef with Dylan? What? Listen to this, everyone. I uh, don't have a beef with Dylan. You do. <laughs> I don't. I've said I think he's, said he's an incredible word, songwriter. But the, he cannot sing. You I said, said he can't sing in his older days. He no, can't. James. <laughs> All right. He, you, you know what? Said, that first song he could sing, and then he can't. He can sing here. No, 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 no. Not since Little Richard. <laughs> no, yeah. you really Chuck Berry. Turned on, no, no. Was, was it Chuck Berry or Little yeah, Richard? Both. Or both. Yeah, was it? About that Do you know oh. he'd, be, he'd be good as the prawn on Mars Singer? That's <laughs> if they just ripped off the mask. Dylan. Instead of the Brett Lee, it was. Bob Dylan. Look, I shouldn't be laughing. Why? I shouldn't what's, be laughing. What's your story? What is it? Well, yeah. unfortunately, um, Richard Wilkins uh, pronounced him dead. Oh. He's not dead. But you know what? It is Richard Wilkins, everybody. So before you all mm. spin out and really think that Bob Dylan's dead, there's a bit of track record and let's just hear... Apparently it was on the Saturday Today show. A banner went across and said that Bob Dylan was dead. Let's hear Dickie apologise. We need to make a correction now. About half an hour ago on our entertainment chat, we incorrectly <laughs> ran a banner on your oh. screen about Bob Dylan. It was false and we apologise for any oh. confusion. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry. Yeah. We all just thought Bob Dylan was dead. <laughs> and that's, yeah, yes, that's not, uh, it's not the first time we've had to apologise in that department, Dickie. No. No, I think it was, um, well, have all, we got it? All yeah. the blood must have been running to his massive wang. <laughs> Stop. You, you know that. Don't though. say yeah. that's why he won't come on because you'll keep doing about his... <laughs> You know Let's just hear the track. Stop it. Let's do the track record of Richard Wilkins and people prematurely calling people dead. Have is in front of me a report saying that New Zealand police are saying that Jeff Goldblum fell from a cliff to his death while filming in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, no. Just, no, no, he called uh, the death. No. It's quite a grisly one. <laughs> it's a very dramatic. And, and New Zealand, this is so yeah. convoluted. Well, anyway, Zealand? no, well, he's very he healthy. He's just filming the new Jurassic film with Sam Neill in Can Britain. I say something, So he's well, very much alive. Can yes. I say something? That's a rookie mistake when you're a broadcaster. Oh, call right. someone dead. Oh, oh, oh is it? Oh, is it? You lost a cast member this week, did you, from Greece? Jeff. Jeff, yeah. I don't know that it has. Oh, so, pardon me. I may have gone. <laughs> for like all the two, I know he's very uh, he's unwell. Very he's so, he's pardon very, me. No, he was oh, married to my sister, and she, she's been in there, and he's not doing very well. <laughs> okay, oh, sorry to hear that. See, she did it too. Uh, she said he was married to my sister, as in he's passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he no used married. to be married yeah, to well, her sister. He died days later, but <laughs> Dave, I don't Once know why you're did. laughing. What are you talking you, about? You knocked so off. He's Jim not being Wiley. extradited. Is that correct? Or he's just oh, going to stay? Oh, Jane, I don't know. What am oh, I? I'm sorry to use a big word what for you, mate. What am I, Jim Whaley? Come on. <laughs> Jim Whaley, rest in peace. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so Jim probably would have had that news. Is this really? Yes. He's been dead for years. Jim Whaley is alive and well. <laughs> and how do you know this, Dom? I worked on his house on Monday. 
<laughs> Sorry to the Whaley family. My God, Kills I'm working with that. a bunch of fools. <laughs> Terrible. What the hell? Uh, there you go. Speaking of fools, um, we've been um, fortunate enough to have this bloke on the show all year, a couple of years now. He's a friend <laughs> of the show. He is. From Penrite Racing. And we, we like to get around and say goodbye to all our favourite people. And Dave Reynolds is on the line. Dave, thanks for being part of the show this year, big fella. How are you? Yeah, I'm going good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, well, what are you doing? Are you on the Gold Coast, I hear? Maybe I'm still up here. I'll, I'll reckon I'll be here till probably after Christmas, and then I'll trundle back to Melbourne when the restrictions lift. It sounds like you're in no hurry. Mm. No, I'm not really what in a hurry. What, no. what, what, well, what are you doing? When, Biting yeah. Bernard Tommy's girlfriend on the bot bot? <laughs> Have you seen all those photos, <laughs> Dave? <laughs> what was that all about? Oh, I don't know We're still that. trying to work it out. I don't out. know what that was about, but his tummy must have been rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dave, when um when is your baby due? Yeah. Because that's what I'm uh, so keen to find out. I'm very interested in your racing career, trust sure. me. But I am keen to know about the baby. <laughs> um yes, yeah, so she Tani's twenty nine weeks pregnant so Ooh. far. So we've got yeah, right. on eleven weeks to go. Twenty nine wow. weeks is a lot of foot rubs, buddy. <laughs> yes. you know Luckily talking? I haven't had to do one. Oh, oh, wait, come wait, on. Hang on a second. What's happening? Come on. What's the secret? Oh, just, what just, do you mean? Just, just don't do it or do a really bad job the first time you do it and then never ask you to do it again. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, now you're going to give away You know too what? Much. When, you, when you have your baby, you know how you do a yep. shuri. I want to see you do a booty. Like <laughs> a your booty. first your first booty. Yeah. You take the baby's Our booty off booties. and you fill yeah. it full of uh, beer and you drink Oh, that's beer. a good idea. <laughs> and you drink a booty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm down for that, man. Um, for that. Hey, hey how's the season looking for next year in the in non-COVID world, mm. what we're hoping for? Um, yes, I, I, I believe they're still trying to get together the calendar, and I think it's going to be released soon. What are you driving? A Chevy? What is it? Uh, yeah, Chevy, yeah. What yeah. else do you drive? Oh, no, I'm going to drive your limo around, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't I drive and you sit in the back? Yeah, done. I'll, you wear, know, I'll, I'll, I'll wear a little Hang cap. On. It'll be great. What can go wrong? <laughs> Um, mate, we want to thank you for being part of the show. We always love Very to catch up so. with you. Um, have a great summer. Yeah, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you. We've still got, a, I think, an open invitation to have a drink together over summer. So let's do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. As soon as I get back, I'll take you up on that. So Good, Good on you. Everyone. Love really, to really too. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Dave. Join you, mate. There he is. Friend of the show, Dave Hi, Reynolds. Dave. Bathurst champion, too. This is Kennedy Malloy. Nerily Meadows coming up soon. We've got some food news right after this. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Kennedy Malloy. Coming up soon, Nerily Meadows and Rob Sitch to join us as well. Yes, uh, two of our favourite people. First, though, let's go to Cameron. Uh, Cameron, you there? Yes, Mick, I'm here. Um, Jane, I'm a little surprised that you didn't jump in when Mick decided to give Dave Reynolds some advice on foot rubs. <laughs> I said foot rubs. It's, it's 29 oh. weeks. It's about the time to start rubbing, dude. That's, oh, that's when the foot, of, foot rubs are required. Yeah. It's a bit early, Mick. You don't want to induce labour nine weeks early. What are you talking about? Oh, what do you mean? That, what do you mean? Well, there's a few you things push... you can do to induce labour. and apparently It's not like rubbing, rubbing a lantern to get a genie out. <laughs> You're rubbing a foot, Cameron. Oh, but if you hit the wrong spot, Mick, oh. no it, good. What's the spot? Well, <laughs> I'll give you some reflexology. I'll let you know. <laughs> Cameron, Cameron, you sound there's, like you're speaking from experience. Jane, what induces what induces labour as far as you're well, concerned? Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of things that people suggest when you're really, really pregnant. They go, oh, you know what you have to do? Drink champagne and that will make the baby come earlier. Yeah. Oh. Um, or go and have sex. That also induces a baby. Go on. I tried one of those. <laughs> And I glugged a whole bottle <laughs> of Moe. <laughs> and no baby. Oh. All righty. Hey, Cameron, mm. you've got yourself an 18-volt XR brushless three-speed impact driver thanks to DeWalt with a yellow and black Friday happening this Friday. You know, so. elephants are pregnant. Yeah, for, pre- elephant, hold on. Elephants are pregnant for 24 months. Yeah, you bring months? that up a lot. 22 months. That's Don't a lot. look at me but when you say that. That's a lot of foot rubs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine how long you'd have to put up, put up with the kind of, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Okay, let's go to some food news, please. Any danger? Food news? This is the best thing I have ever put in my mouth. I like food. That is disgusting. Kennedy Malloy's food news. Mick, you sorry. Yeah, you sent me this story this morning. It's very disturbing. Disturbing, chilling, frightening. But my tummy did rumble. Apparently, they they have. Smart people in the UK, scientists and that, yeah. have developed steaks that are made from human cells. Right. 
So they were nominated for a Design of the Year award. I mm. ask you, is is that cannibalism? If you're eating mm. a steak that is... Made from human cells? Yeah. Mm, yeah, right. I think it is. And if it's made from my human cells, right. will it be Wagyu? Well, certainly not. Will it be buttery and marbly? <laughs> No. And does it matter Yours. which cut? Like, you know, you've got a rump and you've got a, yep. I feel it. Yeah. Could yeah. you have like a bot-bot wristle? <laughs> or, or, you know, hey, you know who'd be good at that? Bernard Topic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sushi. He, he, yeah, his, yeah, he eats right. his raw. On the bot-bot. He doesn't even wait for it to well, be cooked. Mm. You know what? Why do you think Wagyu beef tastes so good? It's because what they feed the animals. Yeah, they fatten, fatten them right up. Yeah, but they eat... First of all, grass, which is vegetables. I couldn't imagine a tougher piece of steak from you yeah. because you don't eat anything. You don't eat vegetables. You don't eat vegetables. I'll be, you, you fatten me up and right. here's what you do. Mm. You put me in a little harness so, <laughs> and you raise me just oh. off the ground so my feet don't touch the ground. Like they did with the original Wagyu Is that what they did? Cattle, they oh. did. Because the, cause if they don't They're exercise, so when you exercise, yes. your muscles, your like protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why tough. we don't eat horse if we don't have to right. because it's a bit... You know, a bit tough and chewy. Gotcha. Mm. So when you get a when you get a big, yeah. uh, unless you're getting a meatball from IKEA, but if yeah. you get like a, if you put me in a harness yes. and just yeah, elevate and got me the like six inches off the ground and and, and, and force dangle. feed me, yeah, like a goose. Yeah, like they're, oh. they're trying to get the liver out of. Then right. we then we can get the big ribeye. Oh, I could be foie gras, foie gras, Mickey. Oh, Where okay. you just force feed Whoop. me grain. Sorry, this makes me feel a bit ill. All right, let's move on now to Nigella, who, of course, I love. She's brilliant. Um, but she's She ticks a lot of boxes. Mm. I like she her does. cooking shows. They're highly she's suggestive. got a new book out. Yeah. Well, cooking, she's a great cook. She she's a great cook. She's very knowledgeable about food. Yeah. And generally I agree with everything she says and does, except for this. Let's have a listen to her tip on how to butter toast. Uh, the two-stage buttering approach. The minute this came out of the toaster and still lovely and hot, I spread it with butter so that the butter has melted down into it and it'll give it a fabulous crumpety bite. Stage two now, ready for it. A little more butter and it will stay in some golden patches on the surface. Oh, do you need to go to another room or something, Mickey? You all right? <laughs> wow. Dominating right now. You're, you're getting very hot and heavy there. Oh, <laughs> Over like crumpety. It's all nice and crumpety. But she's basically telling you to double spread <gasps> yeah. butter on your Leathering toast. Leathering up on butter. What a way double. to wake up. You wake up and Nigella's in the kitchen. She's coming in with breakfast in bed and it's double buttered bread. Mickey! Oh, my God. She's your dream. I think she's still single. She's your dream woman. Oh is she on your list? Oh, my God. Remember I told you she has the double most beautiful day. She, she has the most beautiful decolletage yeah. that Which I've ever is, seen. Uh, it's kind of a highfalutin way of describing mm. norgs. It's, it's not. It's not your boobs. It's, That's it's, so it's, it's, pedestrian well, of what you. What is a decolletage? It's this top bit I'll here. I'll decolletage it. But, oh, hang on, I'll just open one. Wait, oh, hang on yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, <laughs> okay, this food news. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh food God. news has taken a turn. <laughs> I don't know where we're at. I don't know okay. how we got here. I kind of no, like it. I'm, I'm showing you, you. There's a bit of cleavage you I mean, can see, geez. and then it's this bit across here. Uh, I'm glad Bernard Thomas not here. <laughs> Helping himself right, right there. Jeez. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> shall we take a break yes, or we'll come back with more food take news? Take a break. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Go and cool down. Jane Kennedy and Mick Malloy, two comedy greats and even better mates. This is Kennedy Malloy. Merrily <laughs> Meadows, sports rap. Joining us now from the great state of Western Australia, online uh, winner of gold at the podcast awards one for it's either best podcast or worst name for a podcast i'm not no. sure best it's a sports clever podcast name. for ordinarily speaking it's narrowly meadows well done no, congratulations congratulations very we're was, very proud of you uh, now let me Thanks tell you God. this is an excellent podcast i think you did 10 episodes in the end were there 
Yeah, 10 episodes. Celebrating resilience in sport, the human stories behind the stars, which means you got them to cry a lot, basically. <laughs> I think every episode needed in you uh, turning someone into a blubbering mess. But they were great interviews with Top Shelf stars. You're the best in the business, so congratulations to yeah, you. Well done. In um, stiff competition. So well done to you, mm. Narrowly. Uh, Thank cha- you very much. You've changed That's... a bit since then. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice to have a, a couple of wins in, in amongst all the isolation and months of isolation. Was it on Zoom, the awards? Like, was there any big awards? Yeah, on event? Zoom from, from hotel quarantine. So I, oh. I wore a nice lippy and did, you did frock my up? hair and then downstairs basically just denim jeans. And no <laughs> at all. That is the, uh, the ISO uh, yeah, yeah. uniform, really, isn't it? Yeah, Pace. I haven't worn shoes in two weeks. I'm basically <laughs> living like you, Nikki. Okay, well, send me a picture of your feet and we'll post it on. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. Now, listen, let's get straight into it. Cricket is uh, on the radar, not far away now. Let's just go through the first couple of tests and s- tell us how COVID-affected they will be. Go. Yeah, so it all kicks off basically on Friday for the one days, but the test is all what that we're talking about, obviously. It looks like Adelaide hopefully now will be fine after they got things under control, which yep. is wonderful news. The great news is, is that Cricket Australia is now pushing for 40,000 fans at oh the MCG. Wow. So oh. that would be a massive win considering wow. where we've um, come from in, in Victoria. So let's hope that that is the case. Also, for the big <coughs> bash, they've decided that there will be games in Perth. That was announced today. So yep. Perth does get a few matches in the end of elite cricket. And the other question being raised today is who opens alongside David Warner? He spoke himself. Very unusual that the selectors have said they're going to ask David Warner himself. This is incredible to me. Why does he get to choose his his opening partner? I find it absolutely staggering. Is there any precedent for this? Oh, not that I know of. Not without being a captain. Obviously, there was a few years yeah, where the, where the captain was um, a selector as well. But even that, you know, was controversial mm. when it came in. So he's been asked, and he sort of indicated Joe Burns, you know, that he hasn't done anything wrong. They should stick with him. But obviously, all the hype is about youngster Will Poposky after he made double double hundreds in the Shield, whereas Burns basically failed to pass thirty and five Shield innings. So it looks like they're going to stick with Burns, but who knows? History has shown they're reluctant to blood the kids more so than any other sport, I reckon. It mm. seems like a cabal of late 20s cricketers who go, you can't play someone who's 22 or 21. Yeah, and it, look, it, with Will Picossi, it's a different one as well because he has been in and around the squad for a while now, but he's had a lot of mental health issues. So for him, it's almost about asking him, are you ready, which also is a little bit unusual. But before well, What we about Green? Cricket, what about Green? I mean, there's, what, what, how old this kid's, this kid's 21? Well. Is he yeah, likely yeah. to get a game or...? Yeah, look, he's definitely in the mix as well. So it, we could see a couple of youngsters blood, blooded this summer, oh, well. which would be let's really make... unbelievable to, to you know, Nick, add a bit of might... Let's, let's ask Dave Warner first. Yes. I, mean, well, I was going to say. A, a, guy, a guy who's shown himself to be not of leadership quality, mm. who's, who's, who's made no runs overseas, didn't make any runs in the Ashes Tour. I mean, I, I like it, but, you know, you go, I, I don't understand why we're making him a, a proxy captain or a proxy... Mick, will you discuss maker. this on the Front Bar Cricket Edition on Thursday? Wait a minute. That's what's Ooh, happening. Well, Good call, James I just Kennedy. thought I might just um, snuck in here. You're very passionate about Dave Warner. Yeah. I will you call, might like to I'll the table yourself. and call David Warner out. Well, that's I love like <laughs> We can see you on the Front Bar, though, on Thursday. Thank no, you very much. Normally you talk about AFL football, but no. this is cricket. No, this is awesome. a cricket show. It's my summer. And Who's on I'm, it? I'm talking cricket. You, well, Sam, no, back? No, no, myself, Andy Lee and Andy Ma. Oh, It'll be awesome. Absolutely. Andy, Andy oh, Lee's oh, a yeah, cricket yeah. nut. Loves cricket. So it should I be fun. This. Channel Seven. Hey, before we move, have you spoken to Channel Seven? Why aren't you? Why aren't you following the cricketers yeah, round? You've just come you off the IPL. You're, yeah. an Indian, you're an Indian expert. Come on, you know, you know everything about <laughs> cricket. Winner. I've toured with you when we did the Triple M cricket. You know everything. Yeah, we did a couple of years. But together. why aren't you? Why aren't you on the road? You know what? We better put a call into Lewis Martin at Channel yeah, ring Seven. Ring someone. Get, get an executive on the phone. I'll make it happen. Made the decision. I'll make it happen. Here's the. It goes Warburton, Mickey, and then there's a whole raft of middle management. I want to talk about something because I I love this sport as the Australian Open Mm. and I'm really worried about they've got crisis talks at the moment, whether it's going to go ahead. It should be starting on January the 18th. Is it going to be pushed back to March or April? 
Yeah, that looks likely. I just wanted to give a really quick shout out to Lisa Healy, unbelievable 48 oh, yes. ball oh, yeah. in the WBBL. Well she is a superstar nice. of Australian cricket tennis. It looks yes, likely yes. that it's going to get pushed back because basically the state government with Victoria um, trying to get all the international players in from around the world and give them a proper build up to actually have either some tournaments or at least a bit of a hit out isn't looking likely for it to start on January 18th. Yeah, so it's not we're a bad idea, to be honest. February, maybe even March. Uh, you know what? It's always so stinking hot in January. They always end up <laughs> complaining <laughs> about it. Like, March might be – there might be a better date for it. Would it, would it disrupt the entire tennis calendar? When's well, the GP? Yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, exactly, that's it. It's You've got the, the GP going on and obviously the AFL, NRL, all those sorts of things. But it'd be great festive sort of spirit around Melbourne. And to be honest, after this year, anything goes. Like, we didn't have a Wimbledon this year. So yeah, that's I think right. schedules can be put out of place. And, and go- golf schedule's been turned on it, its head, hasn't it? it, it Anything yeah, goes. Absolutely. Anything goes. Ben Atomic's biting girls on the bot bot. I mean, <laughs> tennis, you might even go to the tennis then. Own. You might want to go and sit in a box. Are you record pace for bot bot in one day? <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. heading there, I've, I've had enough. Hey, listen, we've got to go, Nerly. Thank you. We wanted to say thank you for helping us yeah, out too. Amazing. You came on deck late, but you've been a great addition to the Kennedy Malloy team. That's uh, very uh, true. Towards the end of the year, and we hope you'll come back and join us again next year, yeah? Thank you very much for giving me a laugh every Monday. And to Tim on Twitter, Aussie Jack Miller finished second in the MotoGP. And well done to uh, okay. Remy Gardner as well, son of Wayne. So there you go, oh, Tim. Great job. Congratulations, ordinarily speaking, podcast gold. You got it. That's Nearly Meadows. We'll see you next year on Kennedy Malloy. Coming up, the song Whisperer, then Rob Sid. Two comedy greats and even better mates. This is Kennedy Malloy. From Monday, last Monday for the year of the show too. We're wrapping up at the end of this week. You're listening to Kennedy Malloy. Hit it, Dave. Are we ready to go? Yeah, we're good to go. Change the song whisperer. What do you got? Now, there's something uplifting. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going to be today. Far away. There is glass half full, glass half empty. That sounds good. Then there is this. Empty. Just empty. And feeling good about it. Loving it, in fact. Welcoming a bleak and barren nothingness. Bring on the end times. Bring on the final apocalyptic storm. But make sure it's a proper storm. Not just a drizzle or a sprinkle, but a downpour of discomfort Mm. and distress. Right, so I'm guessing it's your classic tale of woe. (laughs) You've gone with a tale of woe on the Monday? Well, I'm not calling this a tale of woe because this person is embracing it. They love it. Yeah, embracing distress and discomfort. Totally. A downpour of distress and discomfort. Yes. And is it glass half empty? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's that's one of them, yeah. It's a glass half empty or empty. (laughs) I'm thinking this. It could be this. He likes Cadbury. She likes Cadbury. They like Cadbury dairy milk. With their famous glass and a half of rich full cream milk. Full cream milk could... If like you're it. lactose intolerant, mm. <laughs> ruin your Could day. be. If we were doing... Is that a no? No, it's, a, it's definitely a no. Well, Jane, what do you mm. got? Well, I am interested in the glass half empty, glass half mm. full, and the drizzle and the dr- sprinkle. I'm oh, thinking, Jesus. is it... My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. It's better than yours. <laughs> You know this song. You know this song. It's by Killers. Yeah. Once I did it at karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) I did it once for karaoke and then went, no. Is that a no? No, it's I'm I'm not surprised. I didn't think that was on the Triple M playlist. (laughs) One, triple, three, five, three. This is Kennedy Malloy. yourself in, people. Here comes the big second hour of Kennedy Malloy. And coming up in this hour, we will name a boat. Mm. Well, you will name a boat and we'll give it to you. If you come up with the right name, it is a $38,000 quid oh, trek brilliant. special. Amazing. What a summer. Boat what trailer. a gift. Yep. Uh, the, the uh, well, uh, they just keep coming in. Yes. People just, uh, we've got loads and loads. You're yeah, very right. clever. We've who's got some g- great names, people. We mm. do, and um, we'll go through them uh, a little later. Uh, who's our guest, Jane? Rob Sitch. What's he ever done? <laughs> I don't know. He's very handy around the house, and he Is cooks he? really well. Really? Okay. Yeah. So he's a he's keeper. A good cook. 
He's a keeper. All right. His name's Rob Sitch. He's uh, in charge of everyone paying attention, which is on tonight. It's yeah. the last show. We'll get to the bottom last of that. Show. We'll take your calls. We'll take your treats. So much to get through. Jeez. I can't believe it. I've told you before about Mondays. Never a total yeah, woe. Hmm. Give it, you know. <laughs> lift our spirits a bit. It's criteria now. Yeah, and you've gone yeah. all. I don't know. Yeah, a bit down. Yeah, jeez. I don't think it's down. He's very cerebral. This is the whole thing. Does anybody know what that means? (laughs) (laughs) There is glass half full, glass half empty. Then there is this, empty, just empty, and feeling good about it, loving it, in fact, welcoming a bleak and barren nothingness. Bring on the end times. Bring on the final apocalyptic storm. But make sure it's a proper storm, not just a drizzle or a sprinkle, but a downpour of discomfort and distress. All right, well, let's let's go through it, shall we? Kerry's on the line. (laughs) Kerry, what song song do you think it is? Thirsty Merc in the summertime. Take me back to the (laughs) sweet times. The complete opposite. (laughs) What are you doing? That's a pretty happy song. That's a a happy song. That's not a desperate uh, apocalyptic landscape. Uh, and we should stand by too because Triple M's going to be playing that on high rotation I'm sure as we get <laughs> closer to, to January. Are you being funny? Are you being funny, Kerry? No, it's nearly summertime. We've got to have some good times. Right? <laughs> yes. I hear you. Glass half full. <laughs> She's not playing the game. Yeah. <clears throat> that's a terrible guess. Oh, oh sorry. That's, that's not correct. No, that's it's a correct. very it's a very enthusiastic glass half full. By the way, thanks for, uh, Kerry, thanks for participating. Yeah. Now, you know Thirsty Merc. You know why the band's called Thirsty Merc? Because that, uh, was a, that was a yes. named after their yes. first... Oh, well, why, Joe? <laughs> Dave knows too, don't you? Tell was, me. It was named after their first car, right. which they had a busted radiator. It was a Merc and yeah. had a busted radiator. Right. And it was the only car they had. Mm. And they used to drive it to all their gigs and load it up full of stuff. Thirsty yeah. Merc, oh, first okay. car. Look at me thinking <laughs> what, my, what my band would be called <laughs> if car. I named it after my first what car. Would it be? Mm. A stolen Bluebird. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually works as a band. No, it does actually. What would your band be called, Dave? Uh, well, I was, mine was a Ford Prefect, so uh, I don't know. Oh, a bit uppity. Oh. Yeah, no, that was a really old school car, so the old Prefect. Sounds like a boy band. Yeah. <laughs> the Ford Prefect. Sounds like something James would drive out there. <laughs> Jane, That's what would true. your band have been called? Uh, just simply called White Vitara. <laughs> <laughs> That's, and Vitara is like, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, one of those hot dancing yeah. Yeah. acts. Sounds a bit racist to me. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's you move on, shall we? Racist as ever. Yeah. Hey, I wasn't rude to Kerry, was I? No, no Kerry, yes, I'll tell you, you what, were. Kerry, you've got yourself $100 oh, to spend a grilled. Well uh, they've got the healthy fried chicken. Uh, you can enjoy those. And uh, Good on you, Kerry. You still well, there? Kerry? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll be having oh. that with a good, Jeez. nice... Hey, hey, well, Kerry, hey, Kerry, you're pretty You're so upbeat. happy. <laughs> you're pretty upbeat. Is this a permanent state for you, or you had a good day? What's happening? Yeah, no, we're at U Minor Caravan Park, feet oh, up, relaxing. Oh, jeez. I'll be, I'll be round in about an hour. Yeah, nice. I'll join you. Join you. We'll sit out the Thanks, front on Kerry. the chairs and we'll watch the day go by. Good on you, Kerry. Well done. Patrick's on the line. Song, please, Patrick. Uh, Mick, it's it's running on empty. Jackson Brown. I love that song. I love Jackson Brown. I beg your pardon? He wrote a good song. I'm just saying, yeah, I don't he think he was the most interesting man, like, off stage. I don't stage. care about his... I don't care he's what bit, he's like off stage. Mm-hmm. Jackson what? Brown. Very, he's great. He's Jackson Eagles, Brown. Wasn't he? Was he? No, he was, was in the Eagles. Eagles. Was he? They're all empty. I knew it. Jackson Brown. I spent some time in the Eagles. Yes, he did. there was something wrong with him. There's nothing wrong with him. What do you think of him, Patrick? Oh, well, I'm a big fan if it wins me the prize. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Good Sorry, try. Patrick. It's <laughs> not nah. correct. And, and by the way, running an empty goes for about 25 minutes, doesn't it? Yeah, there was. Not that one. Yeah. Yeah. Not that one. Empty. Let the roadies yeah. take. That's not running oh, that's, on that's empty. Oh, well, yeah. okay. There's no need to. God, get I'm an aficionado on that album. Case of Brickline for uh, you, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you, mate. You've got that coming your way. You dare you take me on. Take yeah. Jackson <laughs> Brown or Jackson all Brown off you. Andy's on the line. Andy. Uh, song, please. I'm only happy when it rains by uh, Garbage. Oh. I'm only happy when it rains. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Well, now I think about it. Sprinkling and drizzling. Mm. Is that rain? That is rain, Jane. You know I love it when the news is bad, why it feels oh my God. so good to feel so sad. I'm only happy when it rains. It's correct. Wow. Oh, that is incredible, that, Andy? Andy. Andy, how did you get it? What was the giveaway for you? Well, I had a friend that used to 
only update their Facebook status when there was bad news. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> so much so that another friend made a montage of like a, a year's worth of this person's Facebook statuses and the backing track was, That's I'm awesome. only happy when it rains. You all sound like you've got too much spare time on your hands. Well, you deserve to win that then. That's an awesome. I'll tell you what, oh, I'm, awesome. I'm going to give that a crack. Yeah, that'll be I'm going to do it. Oh, hey, you've got oh, a case of Brick Lane and we'll get you $100 worth of grilled as well nice. for getting that right, Andy. Oh, and good on now. What's happening on the other side? Rob sits Rob right sits after this. Okay, I better call him. <laughs> a drive home that's pretty loose. This is Kennedy Malloy. It is the season finale of Have You Been Paying Attention tonight, 8.30 on Network 10. And joining us right now on Kennedy Malloy is Rob Sitch. One of the brains behind the whole operation. Well done, Sitchy. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, especially Nikki. in our, our last week. It's been a massive year, you'd mm. agree. Oh, what a year. I just want to clear up one thing. Is the is the Quintrex... Oh, yeah? Does does the Getz okay. deliver the Quintrex? <laughs> well, I'd have to put Has a it got the towing? Is it the towing uh, rate? Well, I don't have a tow bar on the Getz, uh, Rob, so it's going to... Yeah, no. Would you, would you a, reverse it, it into the water? <laughs> I think the Getz could fit in the Quintrex, to be honest. <laughs> I, think right, the, I think the Quintrex is over 100 kilograms, so it may not be yeah, rated. No, for your fisherman, the, you, would you would you catch big fish in the Quintrex? Oh, they're, they're, they're bow rider type. They're beautiful. Quintrex, are, they're, they're, you're serious fishermen go out on a Quintrex, Miggy. All right, I like it a lot. Now, we mentioned being a big year. Thank you, too, for my present this year from everybody paying attention. What you get? What you get? Uh, hmm? Well, I don't know. It's, it's like, He's not it's, happy it's with like it. a He's bunch of whinging. stuff you found in Jay, in, at the end of Jane's room or in a box somewhere. <laughs> he thinks we've regifted well, there, it. There's, I think it's regifting because it's a, it's a 2020 bottle of rose, which Jane yeah. can't identify. No. So <laughs> it, it sounds like something that's. Mick, it's clearly not re-gifted. If it was re-gifted from Jane, it would be a a a, a grill from Wuhan, China. <laughs> with, with, <laughs> I literally was walking in today and I saw Jane's doing a bit of a throwout at the moment, and um, it's um, after you know, she, and and it's literally it's got a electrical attachment. You know, when you look up, what do I need for New Zealand or London? Yeah. It's got a three prong thing I've never seen in the Western world before. I was chucking it out because it doesn't work, does it's, it? No, oh, no. It's been a tough year for for Jane. How's she, it been? Um, yeah. And by the way, if Jane regifted a bottle of rosé, it'd probably be half empty. <laughs> so, but what do you? Well, talk, talk us through the highlights because from our end, it's I been. am she, here she, by she, the way. She, sorry, Jane. She has had a tough year. Yeah. How's she, it been from she, your end? Um, she burnt down the deck, and that was... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. That and was then I, a girls' weekend. I Let's never forget that. It was a girls' weekend in, during lockdown. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like, you know, if you look at the CCTV footage of it, it's like the RBT thing where it goes... <laughs> <laughs> point, point .25. Um, the funny thing is the biggest thing from our year this year is that I literally... Jane ordered some catered food and... and um, and I don't reckon the beef renting was quite right. And I woke up really, really sick. Now, okay. I spent sort of 10 years in and around hospitals, so I backed myself in on the basics. But but I had Dr Google next to me oh, okay. firing off every yeah, symptom yeah. and she goes, oh, no, I think it's COVID. I go, it's not COVID because I'm going, no, but you look sick, you look sick. He goes, have you got a sense of smell? I go, I don't know. I've got, and literally I've looked across and Warney has sent us some of his Aftershave, SW20, you got anything to smell? And literally, the one thing that told me I didn't have COVID, seriously, you'd have to be in ICU intubated not to smell Warney's SW. And I noticed that Warney's SW23 comes in menthol and ultraviolet. It's a gift. It'd be a good gift. I think we've got Warney on the show later this week. That would be a good gift for Christmas, for a good stocking stuffer. He's the uh, best. Hey, yeah, no, he's the best. Yeah. Oh, morning, yeah. So, so you got you actually got to give. What did we send out this year? Oh, this Nick? year I, I'm not sure. Well, I you've paid sent, it sent me. Out. So the last year's gave me a water bottle. I, I thought, oh, okay. I thought, good one, guys. This Personalized. is Personalised. Yeah. I, I was looking behind to see if anyone was about to punk me. In keeping but, with the year, we, we were going to send out JobKeeper. But, <laughs> but Marty Sheargold's the only one that it would have applied to. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I've got I've got some Christmas cake. Oh. I've got. I've, I tell you, mm. these will come in handy. These oh. are, are bananas. A banana lollies covered in chocolate. Mm, yum. Um, <laughs> what you can, was that? You can read me you, like a book. 
You know when you go into Aldi after the ski sale and you're looking for what's left? That's what's left in an Aldi after the ski sale. It does look like it's been packaged together. Hey, quickly, what's on tonight that we're for? Now, we're going to talk to you in the next break mm. about your dinner patterns mm. and uh, certain well, shows you may have been binging. But let's just have you been paying attention, this is, which this is, is your last favorite, show tonight. Yeah, favourite episode of the year. We, we oh. review the entire oh, year. Oh, careful. Mick will get it. I, I feel I was raced lightly this year, but... It, you it's know, just the B team. We get the B team. <laughs> <laughs> and Marty Shugold, Celia Piccola, Melanie Bracewell, Sam Payne, Nick Cavalier. And well. fair dinkum, we've got this guy on. Did you remember the BBC weather presenter who jumped on the drums as a joke during COVID and was a viral sensation? Yes, I do. So yes. he's been on our show about ten times. How many times have you been on me? Wow. <laughs> anyway, we we're what, he gets somehow, bigger every time, doesn't he? He's you, quite you big. Were, you, were, you were tough to get. You live around the corner. He's in <laughs> Wales, and <laughs> and he's he's got up at two in the morning tonight to come in and do and do it live. He's yeah. absolutely fantastic. Owen Win Evans. Look there he is. I would like to, if I could, play <laughs> all the jokes that were cut out for legal, oh, yeah, for yeah. legal reasons. <laughs> which I, I, I remember at the last at the at the last one I did. Mm. I think Sam at one stage mm. said to me, "He goes, would you mind doing something we can use in, <laughs> in, this, in this episode?" So. I think I remember hearing someone say, "We've got some line ball, Mick." Unfortunately, George Pell is litigious. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's on tonight. It's, yep. the, it's my favourite show on TV. It's yep. Australian made. It's a unique yeah, format. It's, it's our own. It's so f- much fun to watch. Kids can watch it with their parents. Yep. I love it dearly. Uh, when we get back, though, the mood's going to change mm. slightly. Why? As, as we lift the skirts on your home <laughs> no, life and you yeah. t- we look a bit about Australia's Harry and Meghan. <laughs> <laughs> Just find out what's going on. I take offence at that. All right. More with Rob Sitch and Jane Kennedy after this. A drive home with a show motto is what could possibly go wrong. This is Kennedy Malloy. Have you been paying attention? Back on tonight, 8.30, Channel 10, Rob Sitz, one of the masterminds behind the show, and yeah. is in Jane Kennedy's home studio right now. You're listening to Kennedy Malloy. It is indeed. Now, yes. Jane, Rob, happy to have you on the show, by yeah. the way. Thanks, um, I'm fascinated by your home life at the moment. You're too uh, very funny, you know, clever in the giants of the entertainment industry and <laughs> a fascinating insight I thought would be how you have dinner and Jane said the other day that she'd talked you into or coerced you into watching the crown over mm. dinner mm. Uh, without the kids. So uh, my suggestion that possibly you uh, had one of those silent dinners, you know, where, you know, where couples who are just, just filling in the time, push food around the yeah. plate. Um, it's like we've gone to marriage counselling and they've said, <laughs> you've got to give in and give something. And I'm sitting there going, okay, but the crown's interesting. It's like, it's sort yeah. of like, I don't know how to judge. It's like mm-hmm. watching a musical without songs. It's a slow 50 minutes. Like, well, it's like you're going, like, this you really isn't up slow. my alley. It's a bit slow. It's but not it's, for me. I, can, I couldn't But I must admit, I it's sort of, what's comforting about it is I'm starting to get into it because they really are the Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> like they are, they, a lot goes wrong in, in the Windsor household. And the other night they went to, to um, I'm not sure they spent every dollar they could have on They went to the <laughs> island of Mystique. Oh, oh my God, there you your go. island. And fair Fair It looked like Manus Island. <laughs> They've right. obviously found a corner of South Africa where they're shooting half the series and they've gone, oh, uh, it doesn't look is a good look. I, what I, does I the Queen s- mean? Like, you, you know, you are fast-forwarding a lot of it, which is really pissing me off. Not much. Oh, how, going, how does and it then work? you keep stalling it and you go, how long to go of this episode? And that's annoying too. No, he, he, Netflix give you no really escape. <laughs> I always Netflix say, give you no escape. Straight, straight on the next episode. Here's mm. my thesis. It's just mm. it would have been fun to be a royal back in the day when you could literally oh, have yeah. eight wives. Right. If you didn't like them, cut their heads off. <laughs> Start your own religion. Mm. You know, do what you want. Well, uh, lots but you know, yeah. ha- have your own sex chair. You know, <laughs> who, who was that guy? He had a beauty. Like the good old days. He got the architects in. <laughs> now you, they'll, yeah. sh- they'll shove a, a camera through your window from a thousand feet. Yeah. And then you've got to apologise if you if you go to a fancy dress party looking stupid. Rob, didn't you? Don't you? Didn't you have an uncle? Was not Uncle Bob? Didn't no, this he is, meet the oh, Queen? He met the Queen. Yeah, he oh. got a personal award from the Queen. I noticed this because I was watching. You know, the King's Speech. Yeah. Like, was he a little, a little low 
Luke or something. That's it. And at yeah, the yeah, end, it said Logan. Yeah. And he had the CVO or MVO at the end. I go, oh, yeah. my uncle's got those initials. Hmm. And so I looked it up, and it's <clears> it's a personal when you it's a personal award for service to the Queen. He used to be in transport in Australia, and when the when the <laughs> Hang on, this sounds made up. That's the backdoor entry to get this award. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when he, uh, when she'd be on Royal Tours, mm. he used to, he's part of the team that organised the Rolls Royces and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, one day my dad goes to me, he goes, Okay, Uncle Bob's told us where the Queen is. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to meet the Queen. I thought meet, he, I think he said see the Queen. Anyway, if you, I don't know if you know Melbourne well, but we drove down to, and I'm expecting you to go to Government House. Yeah. <laughs> We arrive in North Melbourne. Now, North Melbourne is sort of famous for flour mills and heavy haulage depots. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, gee, I don't know what the Queen's doing down here. And I'm going, and I'm going to the Queen. Anyway, she's, we're going to meet her tonight. And we stopped on a traffic island and we're just out there by the, in a gutter with about three sad, sad people who somehow found the route of the yes. Queen as well. And we're waiting for an hour and then somehow off in the distance through the... Sort of the, the semi-trailer brake dust. <laughs> I, I, I saw a police motorcycle. And I'm going, oh, she's, going to, she's not stopping. <laughs> it's a drive-by. <laughs> and the Rolls-Royce went back so fast, we needed one of those, you know those cameras they have on the finish line at Randwick to separate a dead heat? Oh, my God. I literally saw her white glove go by. <laughs> But what was how did he get an award? Just they just well, for, no because he ordered for, for thirty forty years oh. for organising all the, the helping organising all her royal oh, tours to Australia. Yeah. Will will the crown eventually cover Jane's letters oh, yeah. to <laughs> Prince Edward? When she was courting oh, him as a did penal. she dodge a bullet? Oh. I tell you what, they're portraying Prince oh, Andrew the other night. No, Is he Edward. the biggest piece of? No, uh, it, my boy Edward was portrayed terribly, Rob. No, Edward. Yes. Edward. Oh, yes. Edward, you dodged a bullet there. You don't <laughs> yeah. want to reply from that man. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, he would have failed a cognitive test at 16. <laughs> he seemed, they portrayed him fairly oh, arrogantly, haven't they? He's come, look, in, in order of ranking. <laughs> but, yeah. Rob, I have got you onto Below Deck now. Now That's you're fascinated by that. That's so Rob's a fisherman and he likes, he likes boating. Yeah. And yeah. I think he likes the hot stewards. The add-ons. So they go there. <laughs> Up the other night, they go, Okay, well, this is true. We've got to organize a nude sushi model for tonight. And I'm going, Oh, this is an episode I'll watch. <laughs> this sounds like you and Tom's fishing trips to me. This, I, this is the kind of stuff I know you two get up to. That is an addictive, that's an addictive. I know you've you've um, chartered a, a boat before, Mick. But uh, the Lady no. Sharon Gale, it was, yeah. as we uh, went around the, uh, well, the Caribbean. Mystique, I don't want to talk about Mystique. Mm. Uh, but let's just say I can remember. <laughs> well, be, do they have a competition where they name those boats on below deck? No, they don't, and we do. Got a name? What would you call a boat? Because we're saying this uh, I, oh, right, the day. You're not allowed to rename a boat, are you? That's a maritime uh, tradition that once a boat's named... We had a little boat, didn't once we? Once you drive the Quintrex out, <laughs> mm. once the Getz yeah. fires up into the first gear... If I can get it in. The SS Getz. I don't think the Ruby Princess has been used anymore. The little Ruby Princess? That's a good name. <laughs> I'm putting you down. You could win this. Either that or the SS Minnow. What was the what was um, Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island? Island? Yeah. SS Minnow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey All mate, right. we can't thank you enough for coming on the so last good. show with us. Eight thirty tonight. You've had Have a you been paying year? attention? Look Final after, episode. Look after you. What, what would you? <laughs> <laughs> she can't take <laughs> your eyes off of these days. Going <laughs> pear shape. So. Oh no. Get her home safely. Have you been paying attention tonight? It will be a ripper. Well done, Rob. Thanks, gang. You got it. Rob sits there. Hey, speaking of boats, want to name the boat? One triple three five three. This is Kennedy Malloy. I'm not even sure Maddie was born when that was a hit, no. but I definitely remember rocking discoing out to <laughs> Original that. Original artist. Rock the boat, don't yes. rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Yep, Hughes Corporation. It's time to uh, enlist some new names for this boat. We've had 10,000 entries so far, people ringing us up, writing us letters. It's 38 grand's worth of 
Quintrex goodness. Unbelievable boating yeah, yeah, yeah. pleasure. Years and years of good times waiting for you. This thing, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a rock and roll vehicle. Oh, it's amazing, amazing. We've had so many names pour in. We're about to say <laughs> 13353. If yeah. you think you've got a good name, uh, ring yep. now. Mm. Before we get there, though, some great ones over the weekend. Jane, what are you liking? I really like this one, John Bon Boaty. <laughs> John Bon Boaty. Oh, I yes. like it a lot. I like Thunderstruck. It's just simple. Ooh, it says what we're on strong. about. I like I it a lot. It. What do you like? What about simply JobKeeper? JobKeeper. Yeah, Billy that. Hogan says JobKeeper. I yep, like that well one done. a lot. What about Cowbill? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Melanie, Melanie Cullender. She's well done. Oh, what, what about Glug Glug, says Helen Turdale. <laughs> I love that. And um, <laughs> yes. Mickey, you'll be able to help me with who sent this one. Fleetwood Mackerel. Fleetwood oh, Mackerel. Good. Sam that Boney. is high up. Sam well done. Fleetwood strong. Mackerel is right up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I've got a soft spot for pie face. Oh, Remind me of my mother every yeah. time. Hey, Mickey, have you got who sent in John Bon Boaty? Because that's really high yeah, John up Bon Boaty, Chris Lee. Well done, Good Chris. on you, Chris. Chris Lee Work. will be yeah. uh, going the whole hog. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's just a little uh, mm, a taste of glance. it. Uh, what about about a boat? Like my about oh, a girl. Well, oh yes, that's and, clever. Yeah, well, mm. uh, it's not going to make it. Hey, Andrew's there. <laughs> Andrew, what's your Hi, Andrew. idea for the name for the boat? The thirty-eight thousand dollar Quintrex. Well, I thought we could uh, actually top Greg Norman's Aussie rules and uh, we'd have one called Footy Trip. Footy Trip. Oh, that that's is very good. Aussie. Because that means that you're having fun. If, I, if yeah. I saw a footy trip on the back of a boat, I'd be going, oh, yeah, you know you're that's a, good a fun time. time. I agree. Those and guys, I, I those know guys aren't to catching swerve. any fish. Yeah. <laughs> get away. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd give it a wide you berth. On, I'd give it a wide berth. You want to get yeah. on board. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, wide berth. That would be a good idea. Wide berth. It's like saying, don't come near us. Yeah. That's we true. Too hot to Well handle. done, Andrew. We'll put you in the draw for sure. He's in the draw. He's going in the draw, mate. So there you go. Footy trip. Tony's on the line. Tony, what's your suggestion? Okay, it's uh, ACDC. But, oh, uh, my But you've God. got C written as S-E-A. So A-C-D-C. Oh, oh my I God. tell you what. Lock it in. Oh, Tony, that's that right up there for me. Right I love it. right up there. I like it a lot. Uh, well, jeez. See, all the wow. musical ones work, so work for me. John Bon Boaty. Yep. Uh, Fleetwood Mackerel. I love it. Uh, we, had a, we had a couple the other day which were just hilarious. But I've got to say, A-C-D-C, that's Really That's cool. Oh, Mariah I like Ferry. I liked Mariah <laughs> Ferry. I think Joan Jet Boat. That's cool. <laughs> and uh, you know what? So we've got a spot, soft spot for Dusty Marlin. And you like SS oh. Studio as well. I like SS you Studio. You do, SS yeah, yeah. Studio. Um, That's Jason's another good on the line. One. Jason, what are you thinking? G'day, uh, Jane and Mick and Dangerous and the great hey. Mike Moore. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's stepped out of the He's building for the moment. Yes. But... He has stepped out. Sorry. I can just see you sitting back, Jane, down the peninsula all aboard mm. the Lady Rosé. Oh, <laughs> my God. That has got my name written all over it, Jason. And do you know what? If it was, yeah. if that's the winner, yeah. you have to come down and christen it by smashing a bottle of rosé. I and will bloody well do that. I'll do the rosé we gave that you got from whom you've been paying oh, attention. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You should do that anyway. We should, when we name the boat, of course, we, we will have a ceremony. Have a I'd ceremony be honoured. Will you smash a bottle of I would alcohol dig that. across the bow? Yeah, yeah. Great call. What? I'll wear a captain's hat too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> well, Good you on can you guys. do. If you couldn't get through on the phones right now because the phones are running hot, you can phones always get online. Go kennedymalloy.com.au. $38,000 boat and trailer oh. thanks to Quintrax. Two comedy greats and even better mates. This is Kennedy Malloy. We were talking about the Quintrex boat yeah. that we're giving yeah, away huge. and we're asking you to name it just quickly. This is really, you know, a lot of important people listen to sure. this show. The Commodore of the Australian Yacht Squadron, Captain Cannon. Oh, Cannon. He's, he's called up a suggestion and his is Usain Boat. <laughs> now, that is fantastic. We may have had it before as a suggestion, I, yeah. but I tell you what, it's, it's it right up there. Of the Australian Yacht Squadron. I tell you what, I, see, how, see how impressive that I, uh, show must be I around Springs the with him. We did the Henley on Todd. Oh, yeah. did he, seemed at home. he seemed at home. Really? In he did. Dust. You've done a lot with him. Drinking like a Commodore. maniac. I want to know about He's it. He's a good man. All right, well, we'll <laughs> yep, do that. Well that's done. Uh, Hello. Thanks, Captain Cannon. Added to the list. Yeah. Hey, we're here thanks to Choice Hotels, by the way, and oh, you well can book direct at choicehotels.com. Oh, yeah. And we're going to go to Albany <laughs> right but, now. But is it Albany or Albany? It's Albany. You've got to be in careful WA. with the West yeah. Australians because oh. they're, kind of, uh, they're kind of pretty intent on this stuff. Martin, are you there? Yes, hello, Mick. Hello, is it Albany or Albany? 
Albany is definitely you. correct. You were right the first time. And Albany definitely is, right. uh, I've been down that neck of the woods. Describe it to us. It's mm. picturesque. It can only happen in the great state of uh, Western Australia. We're going south, haven't we? Sure. Well, look, Albany, we're located four and a half hours drive down the highway from Perth. Yep. Yep. I guess our region, Albany in the Great Southern, is certainly famous for its uh, natural beauty, yep. its fabulous beaches, rugged coastline. Hey, you've got the lot. You know what you've got? Everything except snow. It's amazing. Aha, uh-huh. you're not quite right there. We Hang do on. have some snow occasionally. <laughs> I boss. beg your pardon? It's insane. In Australia. What are you talking yes. about? Oh, come off it. In, yes. in Albany, no jokes. You're, no jokes. you've gone cooking. <laughs> The, the sun's fried your brain, Martin. What do you mean? It's, it's very southern. It's heading snow? down. It's well, really south. Yeah, not Our climate's not that dissimilar to Melbourne, actually, but really? Bluff Knoll, which is located about 45 minutes' drive from the heart of Albany, yeah. you'll find Bluff Knoll, which is the highest mount in the um, Great Southern Ranges. All right, Martin. Now, you do get snow there occasionally. So mm-hmm. if I come to Albany, I should bring my skis. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> It depends when you come there, yeah. Nick. You know, I, I wouldn't be coming in midsummer, but certainly uh, we have had snow in September, so there you go. You know where I will be staying, though? I'll be staying at the quality apartments, Banksy Gardens. 100%. Own and operate. Yes. Uh, tell us a little awesome. bit about that. We've got, we've got a minute to go, mate. Just uh, let us know. What, what do we got there? Yeah, sure. We uh, own and operate Quality Apartments, Banksia Gardens. We are a service department hotel. Yep, thank you. We have 50 studio, one, two, and three-bedroom apartments. Oh, nice. baby. And we're ideal for the... Guests that wants to come to Albany, base yourself for a few days, see all the sites, and get some great service and some great company. I will see I'm you looking there on the web now. Beautiful looking, yeah, yeah, beautiful amazing. looking apartments. Thank you so much. They look fantastic. Don't forget to go anywhere in Australia. You can't quality apartments. No. You can't go past We're choice. There, good on you, Martin. Is it Derby or Derby? <laughs> <laughs> definitely a Derby. Yeah, definitely Derby. a Derby. Martin in the best place in Australia right now. That's Albany at the Quality Apartments. Thanks for your guns. You got it. Thanks for your support. Don't drive through it. Stop. Stay. Yeah. Get involved. Absolutely. Thank you, Choice. Well done, Choice. Hey, that's the show for today. Big show tomorrow, too, because Dylan Lewis is going to join us. We'll check in with Lee Sales, Paul Collegia. That's all. Right. any of today's show, get the podcast. Bye. Catch up. Kennedy Malloy. Now you're all caught up on Kennedy Malloy. Why not book your next break direct with Choice Hotels? Wherever you're headed, Choice Hotels are there with hotels in every state and territory. Save 20% when you book direct at choicehotels.com. Terms apply.